She stuck with his four friends across many companies. They launched this one in 2017 after exiting a health tech startup. Green Deck is helping retailers, fashion brands, and others dynamically price, get pricing recommendations real time, and then use information from Green Deck to make, again, those decisions uh, manually themselves on their platforms, even on a daily basis. They've got four customers right now paying about 2,500 bucks per month, so 10,000 per month in revenue. They've raised 120 grand from Techstars and SAP. They went through the Berlin program there. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. They had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Ayush Jain. He is the co-founder and CEO of Green Deck, which helps online retailers increase their profits by implementing dynamic pricing. Before Green Deck, he co-founded TrueMD, an online pharmacy, and HealthOS, APIs for healthcare data, and led to its acquisition by a giant Indian IT firm. Ayush, are you ready to take us to the top? Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Very good. So look, you go from kind of health tech space to dynamic pricing for retailers. Why the switch? Why not right. stay in health tech? Uh, so basically, you know, uh, the team background that we have, we are all tech guys, you know, and the essentially thing is that, you know, we want to stay at the core of the technologies. Uh, primarily, we are, you know, we all are developers at heart. It's a team of four co-founders. And the health tech business that we started off was uh, not really a health tech business. We started an online pharmacy, which is something like, you know, the way you have pill pack in US or something like that, where patients upload their prescription on the mobile app. And we get the medicine delivered to the doorstep. And uh, from there, we gathered a huge amount of healthcare data in terms of not personal healthcare data, but informational healthcare data like medicine information, side effects, and uh, you know nutrition effect, nutrition content of food items, and on, so on and so forth. So we realized that this is the data which a lot of healthcare developers need to make healthcare applications like EHRs, EMRs, and all those stuff. And there was no standard data source for any of these healthcare developers to get this data. So what we did is we you know put all that that data on the you know cloud server and expose it by the APIs. So that's how we got into this health tech business of HealthOS. And the switch, uh, you know, the basically the well, hold on real quick, close out that yeah. story. So so what did you sell that company for? What year? Uh, so we sell this last year, around uh, June uh, June last year. Yeah. Okay. And and how? What I mean? Well, how? Give me a general size, sense of the size of the company before you sold it. How how big was the team? Uh, so no, it was just four four co-founders. We did not made any hire. So it was just four co-founders. We hired a few uh, operational guys who helped us for delivering medicines and all those stuff. But at the core of the team, there were just four guys. Yeah. Okay, got it. And what was revenue before you sold? Uh, so revenue, if you, uh, you know, uh, so it was a fairly new company. So we started that company in around uh, April 2016. And uh, this got acquired by in around June 2017. And uh, the health OS business that we started for APIs that we started around in March 2017. Okay, so it was doing less than a million in revenue? Uh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay. A lot less than a million dollars. Got yeah. it. So, w- w- I mean, when you sold it, this was a smaller acquisition, yeah. l- less than a million got bucks. It. 
Uh, no, it's, it's for realism in that, yeah. Got but, it. Uh, yeah. Okay, so let's let's shift focus back to the current company. So Green Deck, uh, tell us what it does and, and how do you make money? Is it a SaaS company? Okay, so basically the you know the underlying premise under uh, in within which we are working for, for Green Deck is to help companies with their pricing. We see that companies use a lot of data backed decisions to make uh, decisions when it comes to user acquisition, uh, marketing, and all this stuff. But still, pricing takes a backseat, and often we have seen in many companies pricing is still a guesswork. So our uh, and pricing is one of the most important lever that impacts the profitability of a company. Even if one percent change in pricing can lead to you know ten to fifteen percent increase in net profit. So we thought you know why is it can't why is it that we can't help these companies to make data based pricing decisions? So that's when we started working on this concept. We started off with a altogether different vertical that was gaming industry. So we we built an AI engine that helps these gaming studios implement dynamic pricing in in-app purchases. This was for but, like like a virtual sword and World of Warcraft or things yeah, like that. Correct. So you you know these companies can sort of dynamically price these uh, virtual items, which uh, people buy from hard cash. We started off with that, but um, you know that did not go really well because what we realized that most of these gaming studios make their money via uh, advertisements rather than in-app purchases. So this was incremental ad the value that we were providing them was not that great. Then you know we started exploring different verticals where we can you know uh, help these companies out and e-commerce stood out to be the you know most impactful vertical that we found. So so again, how do you, I understand what the product does? How do you make money? Okay, so it's a simple SaaS-based subscription model. We have a API-based engine. Uh, we integrate with uh, you know various retailers or uh, you know online stores and. Uh, uh, we help them with their pricing, and it's a monthly based, monthly subscription based model that we have. So, on average, what are customers paying you per month? Would you say? Um, uh, so, basically, our average revenue depends on the number of regions our customers are present in, the number of products that they have in our database, uh, number of products they want to actively price, and uh, what are the kind of data inputs that they want to have for their pricing. So, it depends on a lot of that. So, it can vary from. Uh, two thousand uh, euros to seven thousand, eight thousand euros a month. Okay, but but again, an average. I'm asking just take an average in general. We are talking uh, more like two grand or seven grand. Uh, so it's more around three or four grand a month. Got it. Good. So a fair average would be yeah. called three thousand, and that's US uh, US dollars or euros. Uh, that's euros. Got it. So three thousand euros would be like call it thirty nine, thirty eight hundred, something like that US dollars. Yes, that's right. Okay, great. And what year did you launch the company in? I'm sorry. What year did you launch? Uh, so we launched this company around uh, somewhere around June last year. Okay, good. So that would have been 2017. And what have you scaled to today in terms of total customers? Uh, so in terms of total customers, you know, we uh, so uh, we have very very uh, for you know just in past six months we have narrowed down our focus to e-commerce. So right now we have our customers. Uh, we have uh, four paying customers. And um, uh, we are in talks. We are doing a pilot with a couple of big companies, uh, which are listed companies right now. And uh, hopefully, we you know we close, uh, intend to close them for a contract very soon. So I use four customers paying three or four thousand bucks a month. You're doing about fifteen thousand bucks per month right now on revenue. Um, uh, not exactly. Some are on the lower side. Some are on the higher side. So uh, it would be less than that. So roughly around ten thousand USD, I would say. Got it. So you're doing ten thousand euros per month, or about twelve thousand United States dollars per. Oh, no, US. Ten thousand USD. Yeah. Ten thousand USD. Got it. Good. So each customer is paying about twenty five hundred bucks per month. Uh, roughly, yeah. And and um, how much volume GMV has been processed through your system? 
so right now basically you know the integration that we have with this company is not a direct integration where we are not directly managing the prices on their website so you know pricing is a very sensitive uh, uh, topic you know for any company to be you know sort of outsourced to a different company so what we are doing right now is we are providing them insights in terms of where they can make pricing decisions and ultimate pricing decisions has to be made by the company okay so you don't have the gmv number it's not important to your business you don't have the gmv number no okay. yeah have you bootstrapped this or raised Uh, so we have uh, we were a part of Techstars Accelerator program in Berlin. Uh, so we have uh, raised a pre-seed round uh, from Techstars and SAP. Okay, got it. And so, how much money have you raised total? One twenty thousand dollars US dollars. How much? What one twenty US one twenty thousand US dollars? Got it. Got it. And most of that was from TechCrunch and SAP. Yeah, Techstars. Techstars. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Techstars tech and, and SAP. Yeah. Okay, good. All of us in the software world also have subscriptions to a thousand different software platforms, and it can be challenging to figure out which ones you should invest your time and energy in versus ones ones you should ignore. So, I mean, I had this problem. We're scheduling hundreds, actually thousands of B2B SaaS CEOs for this podcast, and I needed a good tool to manage all the scheduling. So I went to Captera and essentially looked at who ranked highest, who had the best reviews, and narrowed it down to essentially book a fee, a pointlet, and acuity scheduling. I now use a combination of these three tools to do efficient appointment scheduling. Now, what Captera has built is extremely impressive. I don't know if you guys know this, 700,000 reviews of products from real software users help you discover everything and really make an informed decision. They cover over 700 specific categories of software from project management, which we have a lot of these CEOs on the show, TML marketing to yoga studio management software. They really do cover a ton. So, If you want to get started on Captera today to find the right tools to make 2019 the year for your business, and quite frankly, save time and energy on all your software expenses, we all spend a lot on it, visit nathanlacka.com forward slash Captera. That's nathanlacka.com forward slash C-A-P-T-E-R-R-A to get started today. Totally free. Walk me through how you're getting these customers. How'd you get your first four customers? Okay, so, uh, you know, as you would know, you know, the first initial set of customers for any B2B business depends on networks, connections. So we were very lucky to be a part of Techstars Network where we, uh, you know, we were able to get introductions to the companies that we want to reach out to via our network. So this is how that's how we got our first initial set of customers. Uh, Our typical process for acquiring new customers at this moment is uh, to sort of do a very small two week, three week pilot with them where we demonstrate our uh, value to them upfront without having any commitment or any development effort from their side. Uh, and at the we, it's, it's a small pilot fee that we charge for each pilot. And at the end of pilot, uh, we try to outline our roadmap in terms of how can we go forward with integrating or working with these guys. And why would people keep after you do like your initial price recommendation? What incentive is there for people to keep working with you to keep paying the monthly fee? I would just cancel. Uh, no, so basically, you know, the, the kind of companies that we are working are not like SaaS companies where, you know, you keep a price and keep that price for like a year or two year or five or something like that. We are working with companies where price changes is more of a daily decision. We are working with fashion brands and retailers where uh, the you know they keep changing their price on a nearly daily basis and they need to stay on the top of their competition. So, for example, just to give you a very small example of one fashion retailer that we were working with, so they were selling a particular uh, particular pair of Adidas sneakers for a, a you know daily 40-50 units a day. 
and suddenly they realize that one particular day that uh, units drop to two or three units a day with us they were able to figure out that this this happened because one of their competitors dropped the price of that particular pair of sneakers by 40% and that's why their revenue dropped so they need this real time insights to make their pricing decisions okay so but they still yeah. have to have a human basically every morning wake up look at your platform and decide of the thousands of skews they have what pricing changes to manually make correct so one of the key things that we have integrated in a solution is that we they don't have to go through all of their products to see where am i underperforming or where am i overperforming we use ai to automatically suggest top 10 top 50 pricing suggestions that they need to pay attention at this moment so that's the one thing that do that we do the second thing that we do is that you know we although we right now we have kept this human uh, loop in the between but eventually we are uh, moving to a complete automated pricing solution where they can they don't even have to uh, you know uh, make any uh, manual price changes so they can have system integrated in a way where they can put rules like if any of my computer drops price by 5% drop by my price also by 5%. So they can set up all these pricing rules and recommendation and they so it the thing is actually we leave this to our customers we leave this decision to them how much automated pricing that they want if they want it complete manual they can have it if they want it, Got it. to be automated yeah I understand and what's the team size today uh, so it's just four co-founders that we have same four uh, we same four co-founders that's okay. right so how do you, how'd you guys split the equity you just go 25 25 25 25 it's equal, yeah it's equally equity. so it's what equal, if yeah. two of you want one thing and two of you want the other then you're stuck uh so you know one of this is one of the key things that we have sort of you know uh, one thing that has helped uh for us is that since we have worked with each other for so long so the mutual understanding is really great in terms of we clearly know what are the areas where each founders focus on so for example if i am focusing on machine learning models ultimately you know the kind of decision that has to be made on that particular area is taken by me Similarly, yeah, yeah i'm not talking about those decisions let's say you get a, a, an offer to sell the company for a million dollars two of you want to sell two of you don't uh <laughs> i hope that happens you know acquisition offer and all those things but uh, it's it's a very subjective thing right so uh you know depends on the offer what are the things that founders are agreeing on what are the things founders are not agreeing on is this something that are these are those contingencies can be taken care of it's a very subjective decision for me to give you an objective answer yeah. all right very good ayush uh, let's wrap up here with the famous five number one what's your favorite business book uh the rework by jason five number two is there a ceo you're following or studying right now um you know i i am a deep admirer of uh, ceo of uh, one indian company called mahindra and mahindra and their ceo mr anand mahindra very good number uh, number 3 what's your favorite online tool um i love asana uh, and um, as a developer i love this tool called postman number 4 do you have how many hours of sleep do you get every night i'm sorry how many hours of sleep do you get every night ha uh, unfortunately for past few months it's like 5 6 hours all right and what's your situ- what's your situation married single do you have kids Uh, single. Uh, we we all four of us are singles. Single not, founders. <laughs> not married. Okay. No kiddos. And how old are you? Uh, so we are twenty five. All of us are twenty five. Very good. All right. Last question, Ayush. What do you wish your twenty year old self knew? Uh, how to sell. Uh, probably. <laughs> so as a developer, you often uh, focus more on products, features, and often ignoring the sales side of the thing. So yeah, 
hopefully. <laughs> Guys, there you have her, my you. She's stuck with his four friends across many companies. They launched this one in 2017 after exiting a health tech startup. Green Deck is helping retailers, fashion brands, and others dynamically price, get pricing recommendations real time, and then use information from Green Deck to make, again, those decisions uh, manually themselves on their platforms, even on a daily basis. They've got four customers right now paying about 2,500 bucks per month, so 10,000 per month in revenue. They've raised 120 grand from Techstars and SAP. They went through the Berlin program there. Too early on unit economics, but we'll have them on later and get an update. Ayush, thank you for taking us to the top. Thanks a lot. Have a good day.